Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Those Damn Sports. Today is January 25th. This is the third episode of our second season of this podcast. I gotta say, we're probably close to uh, 15-ish episodes. All right, all right, about 15. There, we're thereabouts. We're we are, we are double digits for sure. I feel <laughs> yeah. like I don't know the number right off the top of my head. That's crazy, but though. It's great. We had our first athlete guest last week josh green such a cool guy yes once again thank you so much for thank you josh that was an awesome time plus he bought naya with him his his girlfriend yeah yeah Yeah. that was a lot lot. a lot of fun too yeah ben Um, asked some pretty good questions to josh i will say we all did i mean it was a classic (laughs) (laughs) i think questions were on everyone's mind so that was a great time. I mean, I can't wait till we get another athlete on the podcast. Hopefully, that continues to happen. But for now, I'm glad with you guys. Yeah. I can always settle for a podcast with these two. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, yeah. I mean, just like always, my name is Benjamin Rabino. Sitting alongside Ryan Harlan. Who's sitting alongside Andres de los Santos. And the three of us sitting alongside each other are here <laughs> to give you another recap. This is all we got this week. We got a recap of. Uh, Beaver sports that happened in the past week. Some things you might have missed and the main stories that are to be told. A lot of this is going to be including gymnastics, uh, women's basketball, the wrestling team, men's basketball a little, and just overall COVID cancellations, which have been really affecting... Yeah, I know. (laughs) I I don't like Uncle COVID either, you know. Mm -mm. Uncle COVID's not a nice guy. mm -mm. I want to... I thought this would be kind of fun. Uh, what you got? Into the NFL this past weekend was quite. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was. Watch three. I want to say three out of the four games came down to a game-winning field goal. Yeah. And um, I don't know how the other team lost, but it was also in tight fashion. <laughs> overtime. Overtime. <laughs> Which Final we'll play. Get later, college and NFL has got to change these overtime rules. This is getting out of hand. Agreed. Buffalo Bills. They lost through these overtime rules too. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and obviously mm-hmm. I feel like the Mahomes versus uh, Josh Allen is kind of turned into the new Tom Brady versus yeah, State yeah, Manning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's going to yeah. get out of the AFC? Yeah, AFC. AFC, yep. Um, here's my question, though. Former Beaver Jordan Poyer was playing on the Bills. Right, is playing on the Bills. Is playing on the Bills. Was on that, in that game. They lost. Season's over now. I want to think. I mean, we got tons of tons of beeves in the NFL. These A days, lot of beeves. Who's your favorite? Ooh. Who's your favorite? I mean, Jordan Poyer went far this year in the playoffs. Yeah, he so did. Far. I think Brandon Cooks is my favorite, personally. Brandon Cooks always has the sneaky, sneaky seasons. I want to say he had over 1,000 receiving yards again this season. Yeah, I think with the yeah. Texans, yeah. And he's on the Texans. He's yeah. their quarterback. I mean, David Mills. Dougie Mills. I mean, he's throwing him the ball. I mean, he's doing all this crazy stuff. He was great when he was with the Patriots, and he had Tom Brady throwing him the ball, and he was that secret weapon. And Brady loved throwing it to Brandon Cooks. Yep. Brandon Cooks. I hope he goes to... Team other than the Texans, Niners. <clears throat> Niners will be dope. I, I mean, Debo Samuel on the Niners. He's yeah, yeah. Game wide receiver. That's a I guess. It, although to be fair, I think Cooks on the on the Giants will be pretty good too. Oh, I would love anyone from Detroit. <laughs> Trust, me. Trust me. Um, I gotta say, my favorite's Johnny Hacker. Johnny. Was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Josh Allen. Um, Josh Green <laughs> on the podcast last week, and he did say he thinks he's gonna be. One of the best punters to come out of Oregon State. I mean, I hate does one of the best punters in the NFL. Already. Definitely, yeah. Also, I like, I, like how, I like how Josh Green. We were just like, "Do you think you're the best punter in the country?" And he was like, "Yeah." That's the that's the attitude. That's you gotta, the, attitude. That's, you gotta yeah, have that. Yeah, exactly. I love that so that's much. the that's I mean, the same attitude Evan McPherson had making that game winning kick against yeah. the Titans. Yeah, he was like, "Oh yeah, 
looks like we're going to the AFC Championship like, game and nails it. <laughs> AFC Championship. <sighs> gotta be Bengals going all the way now, though, right? Gotta be. Yeah. I'm a Joe Burrow fan, so yeah, I got, I'm, going, I'm going for Bengals. Hey, hey look, teams, you know? I, I know, exactly. I know, I know, I'm a Chiefs fan and all, but like, I'm excited to see the rematch against Joe. Joe's shiesty. Your opinion is invalid because you're a Chiefs fan, right? Same I game. know. Honestly, you like ben. <laughs> honestly, to if it prevents Jackson Mahomes from getting to a Super Bowl, I'm down for it. <laughs> I, this is coming from a Chiefs fan. This is coming from a Chiefs fan, mind you. So, yeah. That's funny. All right, we set the tone. Sounds like it's gonna be a fun podcast this week. Um, let's get into some of the things that happened. Let's Ooh. start with. Yes, please. Let's see. What do we want to start with? Gymnastics? I, I mean, that's the, the big thing. Gymnastics. That's that was, the big thing. That's so, the big thing. So gymnastics this week was incredible. So obviously, first things first. So originally, this was supposed to be just a normal meet between UCLA and uh, Oregon State. But UC Davis, I, I'm not sure who there is. They were supposed to face in the meet, but those opponents, they got pulled out because of COVID-19 protocols. So UC Davis was like, what the heck? Where do we go? But it's kind of cool because Lacey Dagan, former Oregon State gymnast, literally graduated last year. Um, she called up Tanya Chaplin and was like, hey, can like our girls like just come up and make it a tri-meet? And Tanya Chaplin said, of course. UCLA was cool with it. So yeah, it ended up being a tri-meet versus Oregon State, UCLA, and UC Davis. And as you and I know, all of us know, UCLA is a powerhouse in the realm of gymnastics. I mean, they're always ranked like top 10, top 15 in the country. So obviously, and I went to that meet as a fan, mm-hmm. and let me just say it was packed. It oh, was yeah, packed, yeah. and I, I loved saw, seeing it being packed. I saw on the energy? socials it was packed. Yeah. yeah. What was that, man? I mean, what was the energy like there? I, I can't say that. Equivalent to, to football games. Really? Yeah. Equivalent. Wow. Like a bunch of students come out, or gymnastics it was, more like the community? Come it's more the community. Much? It's more the community. Cool. I mean, like, you got to get some students here and there, but it's like, um, like 80% is a community. Okay. And I mean, yeah, my mom was telling me UCLA growing up in her day, they were the powerhouse back then. They still are today. And I mean... For Oregon State, this is the first time since 2013 that their gymnastics team has beat at UCLA. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. And to make it even better, it was a damn worth it try meet. I mean, the damn worth it's always cool when you get a damn worth it or a damn change. Love damn worth it. Game here at Oregon State, especially since Gill Coliseum or UC Stadium. Uh, The head coach, Tanya Chaplin, she had this to say about the, the team's performance this week. I'm really proud of everyone today. Even though we had a few mistakes here and there, they kept fighting. We know we have some things to improve on, so we are going to get back in the gym and keep fighting. I mean, um, I was able to go through for this for this meet uh, specifically. I made a gallery, looking uh, at yeah. all, all the photos from our photographers for this meet, and uh, I mean, some of the shots that were taken—they're amazing. They're amazing. They're amazing. Go check those out. On, it's so graceful on the Daily Barometer website. Find that gallery or on Twitter. But we got more galleries to make too with gymnastics. Yeah, we got more coming up. We got a lot more. coming But in general, gymnastics is such a graceful sport. So yeah, yeah like you, those photos are so beautiful. Like upside down, no, like flotating, floating, perfectly symmetrical. It's insane. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's insane. But uh, yeah, uh, actually, I'm trying to pull up the scores for the meet because I think all of them were pretty, pretty good. I can't seem to find them. Ben, do you have the scores? I have the scores up here. Okay, so scores, Oregon okay. State won try meet, posting a 197 to down both the Bruins and the Aggies. Uh, the highest total score since 2019, while UCLA scored 196.3, finishing second, and UC Davis had 194.7, taking third in yeah. try meet. So for some for some context, the highest you could score in a meet as a team is 200, and they scored 197.00. So that's 
that's huge. A lot of points. A lot of good performances from the Beavers for sure. A lot of perfection. Exactly. And let's look at, uh, I mean, everyone's favorite freshman here on campus, Carrie. <laughs> uh, she won the all-around for her second consecutive meet, shattering the previous program record score, which was a 39.75. That was set by Cherry Knight during the 1993 campaign, which yep. was a 39.8 in front of the Beaver Nation. And um, to make it even better, our gold medalist here at campus, her score was the highest this season and amongst any gymnast in the country. That is insane, dude. It seems like Oregon State's kind of standing out now amongst all the other schools in the nation for gymnastics right now. Well, yeah. Well, I think my roommate and I were talking about this. I think gymnastics last year, the winner, I forgot who won the national championship, but they scored a 198 to win it all. So we're literally one point off. Wow. Oregon, Oregon State's exactly. exactly, exactly. As long as, as long as they keep the same momentum and consistency the whole season, that would, this team would be insane, exactly. man. Speaking of Jade Carey, she actually she earned two Pacto Weekly awards following her record-breaking performance in the Pacto opener. So she's getting recognition she deserves. But uh, yeah, I agree, man. If they keep it up, this momentum it's gonna be, it'll be huge, mm-hmm. definitely moving forward. Especially like gymna- it's it's cool now because like obviously gymnastics meets before Jade Carey they were packed, right? But now that Jade Carey's here, like any chance you can see an Olympic gold medalist perform, it's such it's such an art. Was there a lot more outside media for the game? Like, are um, there people coming in to specifically watch Jade Carey? Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. I, mean, I would assume so. A lot of like my outside media. Do you mean like people from like what are you talking about? Like, outside I'm media. I'm talking like bigger like news companies. Like maybe people come in. Like, like Coin is there. Coin. Okay. Coin is there. People from Portland. You know. Yeah, rightfully so, because any chance to see Jade Carey is really cool. And it's it's so it's so fun to watch because like I kid you not, guys. So during the meet, people like like watching, cheering, and it's cool because like in a gymnastics meet, everybody applauds like for like UCLA or U or um UC UC Davis because like obviously it's an art. But when Jade Carey's on the floor or when Jade Carey's performing, phones out, everybody's recording. It's it's kind of mesmerizing to watch. And um, actually, I have a video. So she scored a nine point nine five zero, right? Which is roughly about a ten, and the crowd erupted. And I, I took a video of that on my camera, and watching that back is like so like chill. I gotta show you guys. It's so cool to watch. Your camera has such good quality. Thank you. On everything, are you recording us right now? I'm recording yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. we have a visual on the show today. We have a, we have a visual, yeah. Hello. This wasn't just an audio only podcast. I know. I, mean, I gotta figure out how to incorporate this, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we, we gotta we gotta do something with that. <laughs> but yeah, it's such a cool video to watch. I'll, I'll probably post it. I'll, I, you know what? I'll post it on the OMN Sports Instagram page because I think that's worthy of a post. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which gymnastics? Do you know how many different events there are? There's four. There's a floor. Okay, so there's four different. There's the floor, bars, um, uneven beam. Oh no, bars, vault, vault, and then vault, beam. Yeah, beam. beam. Yeah, yeah. I like beam. Beam is that was like the most scared to watch in my opinion. No, it's really scared because they're, <laughs> they're one balancing. Yeah, have maybe. Five inches of <laughs> like the, the, room the, to, work to with stand on. All of a sudden, they start flipping and landing <laughs> right again. Now I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're landing whoa. upright too. It, it, it blows my mind. I so, think beam is cool to watch, and so is bars. Okay. Oh yeah, bars is probably my favorite gymnastics event to watch. What are we gonna say, Ben? I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> I think yeah. it's gonna be something like, I wish I could do that. I mean, well, totally. I wish you could. Actually, that should Same. be our icebreaker. We, yeah. we, we skipped our icebreaker. Okay, so this is icebreaker. If My you, football thing was icebreaker. Besides, let's do another one. <laughs> let's if do another one right here, right time. now. <laughs> if you were a gymnast, which event would you want to compete on? Whether it be floor, vault, beam, or bars? Is this assuming I don't have a fear? This is assuming like, that you're like good. Good. Oh, that you're like you're good to be on a D one team. <laughs> okay. 
like you you could be good at any one of them and like you can score like a 9.95 every single time <laughs> maybe four you know there's, i think four is the best one you dude. get a lot of running yeah. first and then all of a sudden plus the, the music too yeah you kind of oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Dance a little bit it's a little bit of a show yeah get jiggy little, little little dancey dance little little dancey. Dancey. remember that one gymnast i want to say she's from ucla her floor Exercise went viral. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She still at the school. And she no, went, no, she she graduated a while graduated. ago. Graduated. That was like yeah. twenty. That was like twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. So she she's gone now. Yeah. But I know what you're talking about. That video, that video yeah. is pretty cool. Kaylin Ohashi. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I would probably want to do. I don't know. I want to say bars, dude. Because uneven bars, like the way they twist and turn, like you saw the photos, yeah. the way yeah. they were twisting and turning, that just looks so cool. So I would love to do that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I go with bars. <laughs> same, same sort of reason. Ben's clutching his wrist, like, yeah. like I wanna, they do, they do wear like wrist stuff, and I know I their ankles it's like are a all, brace type of thing. It's like a brace, so maybe. Maybe I'd feel more secure. It's like it's like a brace with like some sort of grip, and they always have like the powder on it, and they just like do like the little like the little like. So it's yeah. like. One thing I loved from just going through the gallery and looking at this team, though, is how excited they seem to be around each other and how much of a team it is. I mean, for sure, individual just comes back from their individual floor, comes back to their team, everyone's high five and everyone's smiling. It just looks like all smiles. I mean, it just looks like a team that really loves being with each other. You have your senior Maddie Dagan; she's kind of veteran on the team. She is a veteran, yeah. Leading this group around, um, Cindy Gonzalez, awesome gymnast. Lauren Let. Letzich. Lauren Letzich. Of course I'm <laughs> Okay, uh, go ahead. All of them are good. I want you to look up there's a there's a gymnast on there with the first name Phoebe. I want you to try to pronounce her last name, Ben. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know I, I know yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Phoebe. Phoebe. <laughs> That's what it. Phoebe. Phoebe. Jack. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna try my best. Try no no okay. Don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh. Try his best. You got this. Yeah, I can base check. Yeah, but who won now? Yeah, but <laughs> wait, what is it? Phoebe? Yeah, I can base check. Yeah, I can base check. Because like the C Z C Y Z. She's from uh she's British. That's British? Yeah. She she's from yeah, she was born in England. Yeah. Or uh what's her you have her profile? What's her what's her hometown? Yeah, high school went to St. Cass. Hometown is Portis Head, United Kingdom. She's a freshman. Huh. Well, you know, TV, <laughs> you have a rather striking last name. I think it's very cool. There we go, yeah. And as as you, as everyone knows in this podcast, Ben is horrible at pronouncing last names. <laughs> I'm not good. I'm like Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, Oju, <laughs> Oju, and Anabi. <laughs> Yusuf, Yusuf, <laughs> Oju. Okay. All right. What else we got? Going on? <laughs> what else we got? Guys? What else we got? So that was gymnastics. They dominated this weekend. They're undefeated now. They're 4-0. 4-0. Oh. So we, oh, okay. um, okay, cool. we did say a little bit. Oh, look at this. Caldernetti. I have a Beaver Athletics story. And my buddy Caldernetti is the picture. Oh, yeah. You are really good friends with Caldernetti. Um, we have business cards. Interesting. Um, tell them tell 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 so, hi. Uh, baseball, they released their schedule for the season one. And also, preseason, they've been ranked 11th by... Uh, baseball America. So 11th in the nation. That's pretty good. Preseason, I think they put one more extra one on that number. So there must have been a typo somewhere. Ah, okay. I, I see say, what you mean. I think I'm ah. going to say first in the nation. But. It, it, it can be been a typo. Mm-hmm. We all make mistakes. So yeah, maybe you're right. They're also ranked 18th in the nation per D1Baseball.com. Once again, these are all just 
Projected. So regardless, yeah, like top twenty, regardless. Yeah. Ideally, regardless, top twenty. But Oregon State's coming off a thirty-seven win, twenty-four loss campaign in two thousand twenty-one, and advanced to the regional final of the Fort Worth Regional. So the Beavers are buoyed to return of the preseason. All wait. <laughs> Buoyed, buoyed, anchored. Um, <clears throat> beers are buoyed by the return of preseason All-American Cooper Jerp. Once again, another last name. <laughs> another last name you can't pronounce. I'm so sorry, Cooper. <laughs> this is not personal at all. This is all me. I'll be better. You finished fourth in the Pac-12 with 98 strikeouts last season. Oh wow. Jake Fennings returns after a 5-0 and year, while Will, Will Frisch was a freshman All-American after going 3-0 and with a 2.38 ERA a year ago. Wow. I think this baseball team is going to be really fun. Obviously, Kyle Dunetti, the man screaming in the picture on this paper. <laughs> um, he's going to play a major role from the outfield, uh, shortstop area. Uh, Jake Ducart, he's going to be really active this season. His younger brother, Thomas Ducart, hopefully gets some play. Um... But we got a lot of really good pitchers. That's something Oregon State's done a great job accumulating over the season and over the offseason. A lot of pitchers? Yeah, a lot of pitchers, a lot of depth. I mean, obviously, this is a team that won it all in 2018 and 2007, 2006. They've won it twice in the past 20 years. Um, This is a program people still want to come to, and I think they really revamped their culture for this year. So I'm excited to finally go to a game this year. I'm excited. Actually, I got to go to a couple games last year because I worked as a camera operator for the live stream. So I was like sitting like in front of the net, like recording the live stream. So I got to watch baseball a little bit. Nice. Team looked looked really, really good too. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for freshman uh, Travis Bonanza from Australia. I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see him. Another Australian? Let's get him on the podcast. He is. (laughs) Dude is a dude is a beast. Uh, I'm excited to see what 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 about him makes him a beast. Well, but you got to back that up, Brian. So. For the under-18 Baseball World Cup for Team Australia in 2019, collected six hits, four RBI, over nine games. As Australia went 4-5, and five, including a 4-1 win over Japan. Wow. Uh, he is also a multi-sport athlete, did track Ooh. and field, Ooh. basketball, soccer, Damn. and rugby. Damn. And lettered in cricket as well. Okay, this, this man's a stud. <laughs> Yeah, this dude is dude is a stud. I'm excited. I'm excited to see. We get the Let's say Josh Green. If the if the right guard gets uh, hurt, we throw him in there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. As Ben was saying, you know, depth is a big thing, especially for the postseason at the pitching position too. It's like depth is crucial, especially totally. if you want to go back to you know the big dance. And we weren't there not too long ago. No, not too long ago. Yeah, I think we now take a step away from baseball. We're gonna. Home plate right now. Just take a breath. We're going <laughs> over, um, going all the way back to January 17th. Women's basketball had a basketball game, quite the thriller, versus the University of Colorado Buffs. This game, the Oregon State Beavers won 69 to 66 in an overtime duel. Went all the way down to the wire, where it came down to a three pointer right at the end, where Cleavel, Onhoff, and Drain. <laughs> Eighteen seconds left in overtime. It's it's Von Olhoffen. I don't know what you said, buddy, but that was not the right way to say. 
No, oh my God. We can never. All right. Bro. All right. Three, two, one. But anyways, yeah, that was a crazy game, Ben. <laughs> For sure. Especially because that game was like, it was canceled. Like, I think that game was supposed to happen on the 31st of December. I yeah. Say. Yeah. But then I kind of got it didn't happen because um, one, I wasn't here. And uh, two, I feel like it's really weird when you have games like on the 31st and the 1st. So literally, the game would have been on the 31st, like at 7 p.m., which is like, who's going to go to that? Realistically, <laughs> like, like, oh, come on, honey. It's New Year's Eve. Let's go to a basketball game. Like, granted, if, it's, if you're a student and you got nowhere else to go, then yeah. But if yeah, I feel like the average Joe, where it's like, you know what, let's let's just let's just have fun on New Year's Eve. Okay, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it happened. Got rescheduled, and uh, while they won that one, I think that one is pretty notable because not only did they win and they beat a ranked team, but they twenty two ranked team exactly. But they did it after having like a couple of cancellations too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facing adversity, obviously, yeah, the cancellations get some unwanted time off. My, I mean, unwanted. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a great game. Uh, looking through the pictures of it all, energy inside Gil Coliseum was crazy. Electric. The team loved being there. Um, do we just give a little recap of? Games? You got the stats pulled up. Might as well. Yeah. So Ellie Mack, uh, she tied the game late in regulation. Kalia von Olhoffen. Olhoffen. That's what I said. You said. <laughs> oh, you said. I don't know what you said. You said. Oh, you, you said. Oh, you mean for? Are you from? You said Olhoffen. Levon Olhoffen. There you go. <laughs> she had the, the game winner in the closing seconds of overtime. The Oregon State women's basketball team took down the number 22 Colorado and UCI in the 66 Monday afternoon at Gill Coliseum. Uh, head coach for the team, Scott Rook, for a Pro Scott Rook podcast. That's right. It was fun. It was what we all sign up for. I'm so proud of our team for finding a way. This conference, that's what it is, night after night. Different people stepped up. Different people had big performances. It was so much fun to work with this group today. As we continue to evolve, it was a very good basketball team. Colorado was a very good team. They played at a really high level in the fourth quarter. We have to give them a lot of credit. Overall, I love the performance of this team. Good stuff from Scott Rook. Good stuff from Scott Rook, for sure. Ellie Mack on the game. She finished a perfect 6-for-6 from the floor. Wow. That afternoon was 16 points and 7 rebounds. This includes four for four from behind the arc. I want I want to say from the audio from the press conference, Ellie Mack was asked uh, the last time she finished with a stat line like that, you know, perfect six for six. She said never, never. <laughs> that was the first time. Never. <laughs> yeah, first time that happened. <laughs> I can't say I've ever had a perfect stat line either. I've know? never. Yeah. I just had an IM basketball game last night. Oh yeah, how'd that go? How'd that go? What was <laughs> about twenty points? It was what, pretty bad. So my. What was your stats? You get a triple double? No. <laughs> I had nine points though. Okay. Nine Locked points. Okay. Rebounds. How many points were off free throws? Zero. Wow. Okay. okay respect. So respect. What, you were three for three from beyond oh, the arc. No, no, no. I was, like, I, was like, I was like one for four from three. I, I. Could say I didn't even mean to make the last three. <laughs> I, was, I was doing my thing. I was pretty deep out, and I just launched it and banked it in. <laughs> and I was like, I needed one. But the other threes I shot, they were open. Okay, okay, stuff. okay. That should let me do anything. Though. I was just pushing, like getting all these rebounds. Just I was pushing something. <laughs> They're getting mad at me. I'm just like, quit crying. 
trying, man. It's I am. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> play bully ball, it's man. League for I am league. Yeah. I'm, I'm out here trash talking people. It's 6:15 on a Monday. <laughs> oh, no, no, no other place to be. <laughs> Chat so talking. So I am. watch out. Watch out. If you got, if you got a game at 6:15 on Monday against the SAEB league. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch Protect out. your neck. Oh, Protect your neck. That's my Protect your ball. <laughs> what, what is this? What is this podcast? What is this? Back to ensuing. <laughs> Back to it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, women's basketball. Then took on also Washington too. They did. Uh, that yeah, was score, that was score 47 to 41. Nice Close fought game. You were broadcasting that game, right? No. No, that oh. was there in Seattle. Yeah. Oh. We did not go to Seattle. Yeah, we did not go up there. Yeah. I wish we did, though. What I wish. Did you just? I covered I covered the story for the men's yeah basketball for men's basketball versus Washington. Yeah. Which one was that? Let's talk about that. For men's basketball versus Washington, where they lost by ten points. Uh. I mean, we were actually <laughs> favored to win that. Yeah. Game. Okay. 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 Before the game, Beaver Athletics, if you're listening, listen up. Okay. <laughs> Whoever decided that a tip off at eight thirty p.m. Yes. on a Thursday night yes. needs to listen. Okay. <laughs> It may be good for you and for the students, but for us as editors and writers and broadcasters and reporters, no, it is not. Yes. Because we got to be up late, staying up late for the damn story to be finished, right? And I'm not staying up till 2 in the morning editing a story. So whoever whoever decided that, <laughs> I'm, I'm really pissed about this. Whoever decided that an 8.30 tip-off was a bright idea, rethink your options. There's no way in heck an 8.30 tip-off. Because, man, think about it. You're a D1 athlete, right? If you were a D1 athlete, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. <laughs> Think about it. If you were a D1 athlete and you found out your tip-off was at 8.30 p.m. on a Thursday night, would you be pissed? Yeah, I would be. I've exactly. Had, I've had games like that in high school and even my IM league, you know? Exactly. Freshman year, we had some 8 p.m. tip-offs. So let me tell exactly. you. Exactly. No one wants to come to an 8 p.m. game. Exactly. Like, the refs want to be there, the camera operators, the broadcasters. It's so late. The game will be done, like, at 10, 30, 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Is yeah. this on Beaver Athletics or is this Pac-12? Well, pa- no, this is on Pac-12. This Every- is on Pac-12, both yeah. Both of y'all. Everyone listening. Yeah. Anyone, anyone involved listening. It's and on while, both of y'all. While we're addressing Beaver Athletics, love y'all. You do a great job. Let's give the wrestling team some more recognition. Exactly, yeah. So, Beaver, yeah, Beaver Athletics, yeah. actually, let's, let's talk about that, too. So, wrestling over the weekend, they won two dual meets, right? Mm-hmm. Undefeated, or not undefeated, but on, on the road undefeated. Won two dual meets, and you saw a lot of wrestlers reposting and being like, hey, like, show, show us some love. They're tagging Beaver Athletics. And then it was just recently where um, Oregon State, they kind of just combined uh, gymnastics and wrestling into one post, and, like, that was it. But it's like, come on, guys, you know? Yeah, don't don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Come on. It's like, you yeah. got to give recognition. You got to give credit where credit is due, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But That's why I like this podcast, because we've been able to really give a lot of recognition to exactly. all exactly. the sports. When, you know, a lot of major media, and even, even we can say we do this a little too, we favorite the bigger sports. Of course sometimes. we do. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you, but you, you gotta, can't forget. You can't forget. These yeah. Are still, collegiate athletes who put their basically all their lives into working yeah. for this game. Exactly. You know? Pour you heart and soul. Where it's due. They just they're doing great things this year. Exactly. Well, the wrestling yeah. team um, looking pretty good this year. Uh, they actually they won their uh, home dual meet against Little Rock. Um, it was uh, it was a score. I think it was thirty four to zero actually. And then oh, speaking of wrestling, I'm wearing Devin Turner's shirt actually. Uh, my boy Devin Turner, shout out Devin if you're listening. We'll get you on the podcast soon. Wearing his t-shirt right now. I'm a big. Should like post the link to that t-shirt somewhere on a, a link. 
Like, I should. I could. Yeah, I could. But uh, yeah, it's, it's sweet DT. Get it? Because DT. Devin Turner. Devin Turner. DT. DT. DT? <laughs> DT? <laughs> no, yeah. too, too complex about it. Actually, I, I pulled up to the I pulled up to the meet wearing this shirt, and he was like, "I see you." And then it's been a Devin Turner. You want a fun fact? Um, so senior year of high school, I wrestled right. And when I was like pretty convinced I was gonna come here to at Oregon State, I would watch him, like his tape, watch him wrestle, and then I, I idolize this guy, right? And then now I'm like really good friends with him. That's awesome. So yeah, it's very <laughs> wholesome. Like who would have thought? Yeah. Man? I did like seeing the picture of you too. Yeah. After the wrestling meet. It was adorable. It was. <laughs> me and his shirt. Me wearing his face. Me wearing his face. Me wearing, wearing his face. face. Yeah, yeah. Me wearing his face next to his face. And it's funny because he's like five five, but he totally kicked my ass. <laughs> that's his truth <laughs> but alright anyway yeah, wow we got really derailed there <laughs> but also yeah no, speaking of the 8.30 time I was like yeah no I agree with you I was up till 2.15 in the morning finishing that story I literally Ryan I told you Ben and I told you do not stay up late because no way in hell we're gonna edit that story that night Ben went to bed <laughs> I went to bed I, I like my thought process was I need to get this done and like I, I was like I could but I'm like I need to get this done so yeah. I ended up staying up <laughs> if it is like um Here's the way I look at it, you know? You go in, you have a test, 7, 7 p.m. tip-off. That's, that's doable. That's doable. That's you doable. at 9, 10-ish. Yeah. You're able to work until midnight. I do not work past midnight. I don't blame <laughs> No. That, that actually goes for school, too. I used to do this in high school. I say, I don't do anything past 10 p.m. because it's not worth my time. Exactly, it's not. So I, I just close, even if I had stuff to do. I just close my books, close my laptop. All right, let's watch some Netflix. Exactly. Play some yeah. PS4. Yeah. 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 Just, just yeah. Hang, exactly. hang out with the boys. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, wow, we got off on a tangent. Yeah. I really, well, yeah, we, didn't, we didn't talk about the game at all. Yeah. We just talked about his 830 tip-off. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you got stats pulled up. You want to read those? Uh, yeah, well, besides the loss, uh, Deshaun Davis scored a career high, 17 points and Let's 8 go. assists. Um, Beavers shot 51.6% from the field in the first half and built a 38-36 to 36 lead at the break. And... You, you you know this you know you guys both know this looking at game notes right they have like you know the last time Oregon State led by you know this many points or had a lead at half you know the record's this right so the record is like two and two right and I was looking at yeah. it at half and I was like uh, I had some I had some doubts I I I had a feeling something was gonna happen and I was walking around afterwards I saw a few people I knew you know attending the game as fans and I was you talking to them popular. about it <laughs> <laughs> and I was like saying like. You know, I'm like, I have a feeling this is gonna, this isn't gonna end well for us. And uh, so you jinxed it. I kind of, I kind of, so kind of jinxed it. You need to get off the podcast right now. A little bit, <laughs> <laughs> but the Huskies ended up just like defense was just non-existent in the second half. Um, Fifty-eight point one percent in the second half for Washington. Um, yeah, Roman Silva added thirteen points and eight rebounds. Glenn Taylor had ten. Alatiche had nine points and ten rebounds. There were six ties and nineteen lead changes in the game, and Terrell Brown Jr., Washington's leading scorer, had twenty-seven points, and Emmett Matthews had sixteen. There were two others that scored in double digits for Washington. That would be P.J. Fuller with eleven and senior guard Jamal Bay finishing with ten. Wow! It was. Yeah, it, the 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 story of the game was defense fell flat in the second half. That's really what that's like what I can say about it. it. Yeah, that's the gist of it. Uh, Coach Tinkle said after the loss, our one three one is not as energetic or aggressive as we've been. Our two three, we tried to go to those things and they made us pay. Um, 
even Roman Silva attributed another quote saying, what it comes down to is a lack of awareness on certain things. I hate to say it, but sometimes it's a lack of effort. Some guys aren't paying attention. Leadership plays a big role, and we've got to be better at that. Did you say that about Silva? No, no, no. Silva, no, said, Silva, that Silva said that about the team. Oh. Str- defensive struggles in the in the um, in the uh, in the second half there, and yeah, it uh, yeah, yeah, it is valid, and it makes sense too. I was like, I was sitting in there uh, with Grant, our photographer, and I I was <laughs> <Grant>. like, <laughs> and <God>. I was like. <laughs> I was like, I turned to him afterwards. Once the once the press conference was over, I was like, that was the worst press conference I have sat through. Yeah, that was like, I knew the Oregon one was awkward. That was awkward, but like this was ten times more. The Oregon one wasn't too bad because it was a loss, but it wasn't like that big of a margin. And plus, like that Oregon game, the team looked really. They they looked the best they looked all season. Yeah, so like wasn't too bad of a conference, but like. Washington, like, watching them collapse was just like, ugh. And then I think Roman sort of brought up a good point. I think he, like, respectfully called out his teammates, and he was like, yo, like, we're not putting enough effort into this, so. Yada is a veteran of the team. Yeah. Speak up and say something to teams like that. Totally. Um, but the new guy, Tyshawn Davis, I mean, new guy, I said, I mean, towards the team. Yeah. Obviously, but he played all his three minutes in that game. I mean, and with, um, Uh, Trishon Harrison? Yeah, taking a break for personal reasons. Oh, oh Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Hunt. Hunt. Johnny Hunt. Yeah. 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 Johnny Hunt, stepping up his personal reasons, Tyshawn Davis really is the guard of this team. Right? Guard, yeah. really with backup. Yeah. He might be having to play these kind of minutes all the rest of the season. Actually, want to know a fun fact? I actually saw Johnny Hunt at Applebee's with, really? uh, with Patience and Allen. That's fun. But wow. I didn't want to talk to him because I was like, you know what? Like, he literally just made the post. I'm like, I'm not going to Yeah, <laughs> yeah, talk makes to sense. Him. Makes but sense. Johnny Hunt, hope he's doing okay. Yeah. I know. Like, I think, uh, I think he, t- I think he, that's a lot of courage on his end, too. You think about it. Because, like, mm-hmm. he, like, he realized he was like, okay, something's not right. I'm not okay. This isn't okay. So, like, to focus on himself and, like, his overall well being, he's like, you know what? Basketball, it's not who I am. Take a break from it. But uh, yeah, really courageous part on his end. So definitely hope he's doing okay. Hope he's doing well. For sure. Yeah. yeah totally. Take care of yourself, man. You know, we're we're we're, we're here for you. Everyone listening, take care of yourselves. For sure. For shizzle. So the loss this brings yeah, this brings Oregon State now to three and fourteen. Wolf. The year one and six in conference. Who'd they beat? Utah? Yeah, Utah. Utah, yeah. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> I mean obviously. Nothing really matters until the tournament happens. That is true. That is true. Can go on a Cinderella run still. Can you imagine entering that March Madness tournament with like a losing record? You're like five and twenty-seven. Oh, we get we get roasted by the national media for that. <laughs> we would. We'd still make the Elite Eight though. But yeah. I don't know. Obviously, the team has underperformed, underachieved um, from what they definitely expected after making it to the Elite Eight. What's their? I wish you could get like draft picks in college. I wish it was I know, like yeah. NBA where you could be like, all right, what's the goal of this season now? Do we tank? Do we keep going? <laughs> we tank. But unfortunately, you just gotta keep playing. You gotta keep playing, games, yeah. So, I I still think that like they're underperforming just because like it's an it's a new team, quote unquote. Yeah, that's definitely what they got for like, themselves. Chemistry forward, isn't there. Harm the program too much, or people aren't. I don't think. Come here, I think next year it'll be. I'm not gonna. <laughs> next year I think, yeah. we'll be, I think we'll be okay. I don't, I don't even Oh, uh, I'll go over here. There we go. There you go. Now we're good. Now we're good. Woo, almost, yeah. almost fell over my chair. All right. But, um, yeah, totally. So, all right, what have we covered? We covered 
Wrestling. We covered a late tip off. We've covered gymnastics. 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 Let's go with COVID cancellations. Baseball. Yeah, sure. Oh, actually, before we do that, can we talk about softball a little bit? Of course. Because softball released their schedule too, actually. Okay. So softball, I think we pull up their um handy dandy little uh things. Shout out Beaver Athletics. I know Beaver Athletics were we were making fun of you earlier, but shout out to you guys because you guys have this beautiful website. Yeah, you guys do great work. You, you guys do great work. We do, just do we just want to see a little more, you know. Want to see yeah, wrestling. A little more recognition for wrestling. All right, so I'm looking at the uh, thing right thing. Excuse me, the presser right now. <laughs> um, so uh, the the Beavers are set to play 18 total games against seven teams that reached the 2021 NCAA field of 64. So okay. that means like play 64 best um, programs in the country. So 15 home games highlight the Oregon State softball schedule. As head of coach Laura Berg is pleased to announce their challenging 2022 schedule. So. Pretty much, uh, it's gonna be a lot of um, a lot of it's up about it for sure. So, along the way, the Beavers will battle Women's College World Series participant UCLA and face off against NCAA Super Regional Qualifier Arizona. And OSU will also contest 18 games against seven squads that earned bids to the 2021 NCAA Field of 64. So it's Arizona, Arizona State, Oregon, Portland State, South Dakota State, Stanford, and UCLA. And they have trips scheduled for Tucson, Arizona, San Diego, California, Palm Springs, California, Riverside, California. And uh, the Beavers will start Pac-12 play on the road at Arizona State between March 18 and 20. And an additional league road series during the 2022 campaign includes ships to Berkeley to be, to battle Cal uh, April 1st to the 3rd. And Seattle to face Washington April 14th to the 16th. And Eugene, obviously, to play in the rivalry series versus the Ducks. Uh, that is April 29th to the through May 1st. But um nonetheless so very very uh, tough schedule coming about mm-hmm. for the uh for the Beavers and um I want to say in 2021 so in the 2021 season they went um 20 and 26 overall with a 7 and 17 record in conference. They were 9 and 8 at home and 7 and 14 away. But um had a couple games canceled here and there. But still, yeah, overall 20 and 26 record. And then in 2020, the year itself, well, 17 and 9 before everything, you know. But um, yeah, very exciting stuff for um, this softball program. They have a lot of good players like Savannah Wally's pretty good, Des Rivera, Aaron Mendoza. But um, yeah, I never been to a softball game. Me either. Me either. I always wanted to go to one, so I'm excited uh, to. uh, High school. Pretty fun. Oh, I bet. Softball in general, like their pitching form is just crazy. Like, I feel like, I know, like, for, uh, like, baseball, you could blow your shoulder out pitching, but imagine softball, because that's, like, falling, like, underhand, like, boom. I, I feel like I throw out my shoulder almost more doing the softball <laughs> pitch. <than a> really <laughs> totally. Pitch. I enjoy playing softball more. It's more fun to play than baseball. I think it's, like, because, like, it's such a bigger ball, too, so it's, like, easier to hit. Yeah, I already suck at hitting baseball. Yeah, so do oh, I. Yeah, me, so. too. me, too. Don't <laughs> so, worry. We're all in the same boat. <laughs> so do I. But, uh, I'm not saying I'm unathletic or anything. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you scored you scored nine points in I in I am league basketball. That, that's pretty good to me. I could probably <laughs> score two <laughs> if I'm lucky. I'm lucky ben. if I get a pass off. <laughs> just one pass. <laughs> if I can just pass the ball correctly, I'm that's a win in my book. <laughs> I'm trying to get triple doubles. I'm trying to be like Jordan. Triple doubles, triple doubles, Magic Johnson. All right. What else <laughs> <laughs> wow. we got on this podcast? We got to talk about it a little bit. Gotta talk about oh COVID cancellations. Yeah, That's Uncle COVID. Um, so yeah, COVID. unfortunately, the world we live in, a lot of COVID cancellations. I know, Ben. Every day, you and I, it's a battle to see whether or not the games that are supposed to happen actually do happen. Yeah. So I've had to tell writers so many times. I'm like, hey, you're off for Saturday, even though like they sign up to work for it. 
But um, nothing we can really do about it. Because in reality, it's like it would be irresponsible for these teams to play while they're positive. Even though like they're vaccinated and boosted, it would be irresponsible for these teams to play. So uh, while it's annoying at times, especially for us editors and writers, uh, it's understandable too. It's oh, the yeah, world we yeah, live man. in. It's the world we live in. We can't do much about it. We know. can't do much about it. Uncle COVID's going to run rampant through everyone, you know? <sighs> Unfortunately. It's, yeah, it's the world we live in, guys. That's how it be sometimes. That's how yeah. I know. Uh, I know in general, just like, like the Sacramento State game for men's basketball has just been like, I think. That, that's it's, the it's, best it's, example, it's not, right? It's not funny. It kind of is funny, but it's not like, it's just so chaotic how everything happened. So the game was supposed to happen December 23rd, got postponed. Then the game was just scheduled for. When was it scheduled for? January 3rd, a Monday, got postponed. And then it got rescheduled for another day, got postponed, literally 45 minutes before tip-off. So, literally, just, like, it's it's so chaotic how, like, everything happens. But, um, yeah, hopefully, I feel like this year and next year we'll still be infected by COVID, but hopefully within two years it'll all be good. But, uh, yeah, I think just be prepared for more cancellations. Like, we tell our writers, like, hey, just prepare. Sign this story. All right, this is when you're going to do this. This is when it's due. Just know it might be. It might be canceled. <laughs> and it's like, all right, make sure you don't plan anything else. Like, this yeah. is what you're going to do. This is your priority, but if it gets canceled. Then you have the net off. <laughs> yeah. It's so annoying. It is annoying. Yeah. But it's like, it's out of our control. Yeah. It is way out of our control. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> we, we can't speak much towards that. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. can't. Luckily, like, I'm not, I mean, knock on wood, I've not been affected by COVID at all, but I know people that have. Same same here. Yeah. Oh, you did? I don't know that. Yeah, I had COVID last year. And you're alive. Like a year ago. Oh, a year ago today? Like I'm alive even stronger. Even stronger. Even stronger. You're the COVID cowboy? I mean, and like triple back, so it's like I'm having Dude, you can go like, you can go like lick telephone poles now and be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do every Friday. You can just go lick a telephone pole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess instead of licking tentacles, what you say? Tentacles. Can't talk when I'm asking. Um, there's a little football news. Not much football stuff has happened so far for Oregon State, other than some transfers and some declarations for the NFL draft. Um, the new coach too, new cornerbacks coach. That's what I was going to talk about. Yeah. But yeah first. We also have a new coach too today. Oh. Yeah, we have a new coach today who's, as well. We got a now? new coach. What but I'll, I'll let you let you finish that once we get to the coaching talk. We have a new coach. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Quarterback Sam Vidlak. He entered the transfer portal and went to Boise State, who will play Oregon State in the season opener in September at Half Sided Research Stadium. Um, Half Sided. <laughs> Half Side. Uh, but yeah, other than that, just not really much news. Some of the Avery Roberts declared for the draft. EJ Baylor. EJ Baylor, Tegan Quintoriano declared for the draft. But for the majority, seems like a lot of the Beaver football team is coming back. Jaden Grant on the defensive end of the ball is coming back for next year. And speaking of the defense, um, Oregon State hired and named Anthony Perkins as the new cornerbacks coach. Something that, so when you say you're close to Alex Austin, should appreciate getting a new quarterbacks coach someone coming into the program yep. and all the quarterbacks on the team. Uh, he says, no, Coach Smith says about Perkins, I'm excited to have Coach Perkins join our family. He has had a great deal of success as both a 
coach and student athlete, and I expect that to have a big impact with our cornerbacks. He'll be a great addition to our coaching staff. And it seems like Perkins seems to be really excited and intrigued by Corey Ballas. I mean, a special place. I would be too. Phenomenal people here. I'm very thankful for Coach Smith and the opportunities to be a part of Beaver Nation. Um, and he's coming from Colorado State, where he spent three seasons as the Rams' cornerbacks coach. Uh, okay. He's a 2010 Colorado graduate. Helped CSU go one of the biggest defensive turnarounds in school history as well as nope. rival in 2019. Okay. Uh, that Rams team gave up 50 yards, 50 fewer yards per game through the air in 2019, and were ranked seventh nationally for passing defense. Okay. Okay. So he has some experience. He, he has he's, some good experience. Yeah. He has very good experience. Yeah. Yeah. If Oregon State can definitely, everyone can claim that their defense gets beat on the passing side of the ball. Teams able to mm-hmm. hit long strikes down the field, kind of just play around on us. Great that the team gets someone new, someone revamped coming in for the program, ready to turn it around and hopefully do what he did with Colorado, which was make it one of the biggest defensive turnaround seasons in history. Only time will tell. Ryan, yeah. new coach. Yeah, so Carter Baines posted about five hours ago that we have. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Carter and I are good friends. Yes. <laughs> uh, Oregon State hires Jacob Alsadek as offensive line graduate assistant. Okay. Uh, so he's basically filling the same role that he had at Toledo. Uh, oh, that's where he's coming from? Yeah, that's where he's coming from. Okay. Um, as um, the former offensive line graduate assistant, Ryan Payne, departed for the role of offensive line coach at Idaho State earlier in the month. So he's basically the assistant to our O-line coach. Okay. Yeah. Um, really sort of his experience was as a player. He had a standout career at the University of Arizona. So somebody familiar with, you know, the Pac-12, Pac-12. landscape from 2013 to 2017. Earned freshman All-American honors during his redshirt freshman campaign in 2014 and proceeded to start 46 games at the right guard position throughout his career. Okay. Uh, helped pave the way for one of the nation's top rushing attacks in each of his four years as a starter. The Wildcats boasted the Pac-12's leading rushing offense in both 2016, 235 yards per game, 2017, 309.3 yards per game, while also ranking third nationally in his final campaign. Um, yeah. Bolster a strength already from last season. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, I'm excited to have them aboard. I think in general, just like if I was a coach and I was hired at Oregon State, I'd be so excited just because like the season they had last year, you know, six and at home, uh, a bowl game for the first time since 2013, um, our first winning record in like a long time. Like, I would be really excited to come here as a coach for sure. Mm-hmm. And just like the community, the Corvallis community too, it's like Beaver football fans. Are really dedicated to considering after all these years where they kind of like were not the best and now that they're, they're really good and now it's gonna be an exciting season i will say it's gonna be interesting though because like like you said half side of research gone <laughs> so it's gonna Even be josh sh- green was saying he doesn't know what that's gonna be like yeah <laughs> with half a stadium yeah literally you can see the sunset yeah or like the, the, the mountains in the background yeah I mean, what happens if there's a bad punt is it just gonna can go, they go in the, the construction site <laughs> it might it, it, it's very possible or just like you overthrow it, it doesn't even go to the bench. It goes like in like the dirt. <laughs> it's just like it throws a bomb. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna be something. That's gonna be something interesting for oh, sure. Oh yeah, no for sure. I think yeah, but uh, overall pretty good weekend. Pretty not pretty decent weekend. Well, what am I saying? Wrestling went undefeated. Gymnastics popped off. Good weekend for Oregon State Athletics. Yeah, pretty good great weekend. weekend. Pretty good weekend. Yeah, but uh, yeah, look forward for more photo galleries from Ben and I. We got to do some more. We got to do some more research on gymnastics photos and see which ones are gonna make the cut. 
Shout out Kayla Jones for those photos. Because she has really, really good photos. She's doing a great job. Jason May, another good one for the for uh, in the recent gallery. Another good yeah. one. Uh, Lily Middleton gallery is something. We do uh yeah. she's been busy. She's uh she has a lot of homework right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously she's taking to school first, which is respectful for her. Uh but still, yeah. Yeah. All of all the photographers doing really good work. Ashton Bisner, yeah. um, uh, shout out to Jacob Lee, our, our photo chief. He's doing a really good job coaching. You're those not going to shout out Grant? No. <laughs> Anyone but Grant. <laughs> Grant, let me just say, speaking, speaking of Grant, we'll, we'll keep this in the podcast. There's a photographer named Grant Hurd on the photo team. What a menace to society he is. Oh my goodness. He, he t- you know what? He texted Alan and I at 11.30 at night. And we just kept saying, Grant, go to bed. <laughs> we just kept making fun of him. It was so fun. But you know what, Grant? I'll give you a shout-out, Grant. I'll give you a shout-out. Yeah. I'll give you a shout-out. Yeah, Grant, 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 Grant is a character. A he's a character. <laughs> Grant is a character, and he's fun to be around. But yeah. Send, I, send, he's like, when you gave when you gave uh, him my phone number for the Washington <laughs> game, he just starts sending me memes, yeah, like, totally. leading up to it. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to do my homework right Actually, now. I, I, didn't say, I didn't tell you this, Ben, so... Uh, him and I were talking before, and he was like, oh, I can't wait to shoot my first basketball game. I'm like, oh, I'm excited for you, man. It'll be a good time. And then him and I got closer, so like we messed around a lot. And uh, he shot the Washington game, and he texted me on base camp. He was like, guess who's shooting the basketball game on Thursday? And I just replied, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> with the laughing face emoji. <laughs> But uh, uh, I messed with him too because he asked. He was like, "Wait, did you get my text?" And I was like, "I looked down at my phone, didn't say anything. Looked like, at nah. him again, and then te- gave him the old, you know, new phone who dis." And he was like, "Dude, what? 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 Come on, man." <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. I was like, "We're, we're gonna have old man. It's a lot of fun because we're one big family. That yeah. We mess with each other. We got each other's bags. We've seen each other cry. We've seen us in our proudest moments." But uh, yeah, a lot of fun working here on that fourth floor. So if you're a student at Oregon State and you're interested in writing, uh, photographing, broadcasting, broadcasting, or anything outside, like you want to cover news, we have a fashion magazine, we have a lifestyle magazine, we have a radio station, we have a TV station, interested in any of that, Orange Media Network, fourth floor the SEC, come say hello. You'll see Ben, Ryan, and I up here all the time. But uh, yeah, come yeah. say hello and you'll love it up here. Yeah, please. We're... We're, we need writers. Yeah, and we need people to interact with, too. Yes. <laughs> well, I think this is a perfect place to wrap it all up, Then We've uh, done a great recap of uh, Beaver Sports in the past week and a little before that, but... And we did it without a script. We did it without that a script. Yeah. Um, let's keep on going with the shout-outs. Make sure to get all your Beaver news and media from Orange Media Network, Daily Barometer, KBVR FM, and TV. Everything that comes out of these programs are great. Make sure yes. you give them a listen. And Tuesday night, we're recording Tuesday night. Have a great rest of your week. This will come out on Friday. And then Woo. have a great rest of your weekend. See you guys. See ya.